0: back to the show. Hope you're having a great Friday. Our Friday just got a little better because uh Jeremy Powell aka Fat Kid after a month's long sabbatical, two months. When was the last time you were on the Mark Aram show? I don't thing? know. It's been a while since I, the last time I was on the Mark Aram show,
1: I was calling you from my car in my parking lot in at <laughs> my apartment. So yeah, I haven't been in studio for the Mark Aram show in a long time.
0: Jeremy is the uh, is the producer of the Jeff and Melissa Morning Show on B98.5. Um, I call him Fat Kid because that's his radio name.
1: I mean, come on, that's that's old school. Yeah, yeah. I used to work at ninety nine X, and I I got called Fat Kid, and then it stuck. And uh, you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Fat Kid Rocks. I have a
0: website. It's it's it not sucks. for it, it's it's an adult Twitter feed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I, I don't mind uh cussing on my t- some people yeah. don't cuss on their Twitters. I don't. I don't I don't see. Well, you know what? I get it for you because yeah. of
0: TV. No, absolutely, and, and radio. I there's yeah. I really, don't do you
1: don't it. think the people who listen to the Mark Aram show would like to hear Mark Aram, you know, drop an f bomb? No,
0: I think my listeners are much more respectable than you give them credit for. Okay, it,
1: okay, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I I'll go with that. But I don't mind talking real. Let
0: me uh, let me ask Twitter. you this. All right. Okay. So 9 X, when I was in Atlanta, when I moved to Atlanta, like that was the big deal radio station. Who who? When you were working there, who was who was on the air? There?
1: I worked there when it was Fred Toucher was a host of the morning show, and I worked with Jimmy Barron and Leslie Fram. And uh, they they were the host of the morning show there. So it was after Barnes had left mm-hmm. the morning acts, and that so had never gone away. Him. I never worked with Steve Barnes. No, okay. I've met him before, but I never worked with him. I worked when Fred Toucher took over there, and uh, I was a stunt guy on that show. I was there for two and a half years.
0: Toucher and Rich, by the way, are killing it in Boston.
1: Oh right now. yeah, yeah, those guys are crazy They're talented. They're doing
0: sports talk in Boston, and they are number one. It's huge. Yeah,
1: yeah, they they kill it up there. And uh, I'm glad that I didn't go up there because. Uh, like the the Boston listeners are a little meaner than they are you think? here in Atlanta. You think?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy up there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do good work.
0: Um, so give me some inside baseball and the Ninety Nine X crew. Oh, really? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I mean, when I was in Atlanta, I was, you know, I was listening to them when I, I moved here in 96, and that yeah? was, that was my go, one of my go to stations. Sure, sure. Yeah, but back then, you only had WSB 99X or Star 94. Basically, yeah. it was like a three station town. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And V103. Yeah, there was V. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: because there was Frank and Wanda and, and uh, the people who were on before Frank and Wanda. I can't yeah. remember their
0: names. Mike Roberts, Mike and Carol.
1: Yes, Mike yeah. and Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, uh, well, they're at 99X when I worked with them. I mean, Fred is. Fred Toucher was one of those guys who uh, he comes off very abrasive mm-hmm. on the radio, uh, a little mean, but uh, he's actually very, very nice. Uh, he's a super nice guy. He's a but weird dude. He is a little weird. He's... You've you've met him before, yeah, right? Yeah, the same
0: agent. He's, yeah, he's socially awkward.
1: Yeah, he is. He's very socially awkward. So, and he doesn't really put up with a lot of people's crap. So that that makes him fit in up in the Northeast. I mean, you're from the Northeast, yeah. Mark Aram, so you know how it is. People don't like to put up a crap up there. Yeah, and that's why he fits in there. So he. Uh, He's all right. Uh, Jimmy Barron is, he's one of the funniest guys I know. Super nice guy. I, I
0: hosted one talk show with him on WSB. Did you really? It was like a little tryout show. He came in, sat down. We did a couple hours. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. He's And now he's in real estate. He's in real estate killing it.
1: I had uh, lunch with him last week. Yeah and he's a super nice guy. He's hilariously funny. So I hate that that guy's not on the radio anymore, but I get it. Yeah. Like cuz I didn't just work with him at 99X. I worked with him at Dave FM, yeah, that's right. another station that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, bad news for the B98 listeners. I know, yeah, right? Yes. yes.
1: But yeah, I mean Jimmy Jimmy's good people. And then there's Leslie Fram. I mean she's a a, a legend in this town. So she was a legendary programmer. She's a legend of radio. And that she's that like woman country is, music
0: television now, right? She's
1: like running CMT. Yeah. Like she's a big wig. Like there's one person she answers to, I guess, at CMT in Nashville. And she is she is an upstanding person. She's a gr- I mean, there really is nothing you could ever say bad about Leslie Frank.
0: And Barnes is busting tables at Cowtown. <laughs>
1: <front laughs> Again, I never worked with Barnes. What's he I, doing
0: now? I, I literally uh, don't. Know uh that.
1: I think you know. It's funny that you asked that because actually there was a uh, there was an article just the other day about that team. Mm-hmm. and barnes is running like a creative company that does like drone videos for commercials like that's what is said in this article that sounds made up i yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> that I,
0: sounds incredibly made up
1: I, hopefully we'll get a tweet from him tonight and we can find out because at mark Aram. Yeah. <laughs> barnes if you're listening no yeah, offense
0: i just don't, i don't know what you're doing yeah
1: but. i don't i've only met him one time you know I've only met him one time, and yeah. I, I've heard stories about people who worked with him, and not everybody was a fan.
0: Yeah. I, I miss that station. It was a good station.
1: It was a good station. This yeah. town, but, I mean. And I miss
0: Dave FM. Dave it, FM was a
1: Atlanta's, good station. Atlanta's weird because there's some really great stations that are gone now yeah. that aren't ever going to be what That's they were. That's not
0: just Atlanta, though. It's everywhere. Yeah, I think so. There's there's great stations I, I listen to in Connecticut New York that no longer exist. Yeah. It, it, it's just a t- sign of the times. At yeah. Least, knock on wood, we still have jobs here.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. WSB's not going anywhere, hopefully.
0: So, uh, as a producer for the B ninety eight point five morning show with Jeff and Melissa, you're in charge of coming up with content for the show, like yes. interesting stories, et-, et cetera, et cetera. That's right. At b- having a show, no offense to Loti Chuck, but I-, I basically have no producer, so I never, <laughs> I never get interesting stories. What? So I, I don't uh, Eric. I mean Eric Erickson works Low-T to death, so yeah. I get it. Oh, and the know. stories that Erickson uses are see, di- different from what I would see, use. I obviously. didn't
1: know that you shared a producer yeah. with Eric Erickson. Yeah.
0: Well, uh. I, I can't even call Chuck a producer. I mean. He's he's basically just a phone screener at this point. Okay. Okay. Um, See, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. So you're the guy I come to for interesting stories. And there was a, I'm always interested in poop stories. Yeah. Well, well and you had a, is a great poop story this week.
1: Yes, there was a news story this week that there is gold in your poo. In fact, there is it's gold, silver, platinum. All of it is being found. They found it in these uh, uh, sewage. Treatment plants, mm-hmm. and they have found that there are remnants of gold, silver, and platinum. They don't know where it's coming That's from. That's my question. How They don't know how it's getting ingested. All they know is that as humans, we are now ingesting. You know, I mean, we're eating gold,
0: silver, and platinum. Now, if you drink Goldschlager...
1: Obviously, it's
0: in That's there, in yeah. That's in there, right? Did they you really have real gold pieces? Yeah, yeah,
1: there? it's the flakes of gold. And but, that stuff will mess you up.
0: But the price of gold now, I don't even think they can make that anymore, right? Like, oh, back, really? Back I don't when know. they did it, gold was $300 an ounce. Yeah. Now it's $1,200 yeah. or whatever. That's probably off the market.
1: But if there was a way to to go through your poo, yeah. you could find some gold. I mean, it, don't go to Dahlonega, you know? <laughs> go to the bathroom.
0: For those that are new to the area, the... Uh, Panning of uh, gold in Dahlonega is what made it famous, right? That yeah,
1: great. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, In fact, that's what started the
0: uh, Trail of Tears. Is we, found,
1: no kidding? we found gold in Dahlonega, and we kicked all the Indians out. That's
0: crazy. Yeah. Jeremy Powell from B98.5 joins us in the, uh, in the studio tonight. So uh, there's a lot of gold, too. This isn't a small amount of It was
1: something like platinum. if you were able to collect it, it would be worth like $400 million if you could collect it from everybody. So, that's, so Mark Arum... The poo in you is not necessarily worth four hundred million dollars. I don't know. But don't know. <laughs> if we collected I it from everybody.
0: So are the are these treatment plants able to collect any of this that's stuff? That's what they're gonna try to figure out. They're gonna try to figure out if there's a way for them they should be able to, to go through you would think. But I guess that's not gold's not magnetic, is it?
1: Uh I don't you know I'm not sure how i I've never been panning for gold, so Me I don't either. know. I've only seen it on TV with the with the guys, the crazy guys on TV that do it on like TLC or yeah. something. So I don't know how they can get it out, but there is gold in your butt.
0: Well, well out of. Yeah. <laughs> but we have no idea how they were ingesting it. No,
1: no idea. I mean, you think about that there is gold and silver and platinum like all around you for yeah. electronics and all different kinds of stuff. So, there's yeah. There's platinum in your catalytic converter, but you're mm-hmm. not breathing it in. No. This is getting into really your digestive funky. system. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Very, very
0: strange. I'd like to capitalize on that somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, right. As
0: much as I go to the bathroom, I should. That could be like my side hustle, my second job is. Yeah, is painting for the only thing I know about painting for gold. Honestly, is from uh, the HBO show Deadwood, mm-hmm. which was uh, based upon Deadwood uh, and the Gold Rush there. Mm-hmm. That was a great show. Well, you know
1: what? It, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually ran across a commercial for a product. Of how to pan for gold through you. Maybe I'll have to pull that up and play that for you.
0: Can we play that right now? Yeah. Alright.
1: Hey! There is gold in your poo! My name is Stinky Pete. I'm the poo prospector. That's right. There is gold in your poo! And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Stinky Pete, how am I going to get the gold out of my poo? Well, it sounds like you need Stinky Pete's poo prospecting kit. That's right, Stinky Pete's poo prospecting kit. Stinky Pete's patented technology will allow you to sit through your poo and strike it rich. You might have a vein of gold running right through you. No longer will you have to go to Delanica just to pan for gold. You can pan for gold right in your own bathroom with Stinky Pete's poo prospecting kit.
0: Wow, amazing. Good stuff. That's <laughs> where'd you find that?
1: Uh, well, you know what? I'm on the internet all the time.
0: Yeah, doing producer things. Yes, yes.
1: So Chuck doing producer take notes.
0: Yes, Maybe right? I, You know what? They, they there's these things called morning show boot camps where where radio morning shows go and learn how to do the craft. Yeah. Can we do a producer boot camp so you could take Chuck? Well, producers go to those. I've been to one before. I forget it. I yeah. want a producer yeah. boot camp yeah. where you teach Longoria and Low Chuck <laughs> how to actually do stuff for the show.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's just. You know, sometimes the it can't be taught, is. right? It can't be taught. Sometimes it's just known. It's yeah. just in there. It's instinctual.
0: Um, I got to ask you this question. Okay. Uh, since I brought up one of my favorite shows, Deadwood, um, are you a Game of Thrones person?
1: I am not a what? Game of
0: Thrones person.
1: And you would think On I watch purpose? I watch geeky stuff, but I, I don't know. There's something about Game of Thrones that just throws me off. Maybe it's the um, brother-sister sex. Maybe that's what's that bothering me. That was one me. episode. Is it? That's it. Yeah. And there's, like, dragon sex. Is that right? No. Okay.
0: You're, you're hearing all this stuff. There's a lot. And
1: there's the midget guy. What's his name? The, the imp. little person.
0: The imp. Yeah. That's what they call him. Hey, I don't like him. All right. Can I don't like on him one as more a second? person. Yes. All right. I want to talk about this. Game of Thrones coming back. Uh, Jeremy Powell in studio, a.k.a. Fat Kid. He's on Twitter, at Fat Kid Rocks, R-O-C-K-S. Yes. Yeah. And I'm Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. <laughs> this is the Mark Arum Show. I got
1: you. Off the realness, we be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers, tomorrow comes a quick for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to pro
0: Mark Aram on
2: 955 and AM 750. WSB.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show. Mark Aram at your beck and call till midnight, Monday through Friday, here on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Uh, Jeremy Powell, a.k.a. Fat Kid, joins us in studio. He is the producer for the Jeff and Melissa Morning Show on B98.5 FM. Uh, you're a huge Braves fan, as you wear a Braves hat. Every in day. In front of me. Uh, Every single day. So I've got a family four-pack of Braves tickets to give away right now for opening week. Okay. Um, folks, you'll get 755 club access. And you see the Braves take on the Marlins April 14th at Turner Field. Uh, The fifth caller to 404-741-0750 will get the uh, Braves four tickets to opening week. 404-741-0750. If you miss out on that, get opening week tickets today at Braves.com Buy early to get the best seats. As a diehard Braves fan, Jeremy Powell, what are your expectations for this season? Oh, they're low.
1: They're low. low. I'm sorry. I hate the fact that you just gave away tickets and now I'm going to tell you that I don't think the Braves are going to be good this year. Well, I mean, no... but, this is a
0: rebuilding year. I mean that, they didn't even admitting.
1: Uh oh uh, here's my pro- here's here's the problem. Okay, so they're building the new stadium there mm. in Cobb County. Here's what I think has happened. I think what we are living right now is the plot to the movie Major League. And that is where they get rid of every single body who's any good, everybody who, who sure. is, is a big name, they get rid of all of them. Except for that Corbin Burnson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> except for Corbin <laughs> Burnson that they gotta keep. So they bring in all these nobodies. They're gonna bring in all these people that you have no idea who they are but these what kids major wait a minute okay so they're going to bring in these kids so that the team is terrible and so the team sucks and then they're going to move them to a new stadium and then they're going to be great again yeah but what happened to major league they the, won yeah but that it's a movie It's a movie. So that's the problem. So this year and next year is going to be awful, I'm afraid. I hope not because I... Cautiously
0: optimistic is the way I'm... I
1: love the Braves. I grew up a Braves fan. I've been a Braves fan my entire life. I've always loved them through the good years and the bad years. But this, I'm not a fan of what they're doing. I don't like it. Okay. Hopefully. I I know. I know. That's
0: the thing. All right. Hang hang tight. Can you stick around a little bit? Yeah. All right. News, weather, and traffic next. Jamie Bendel from the Punchline will join us. Uh, four, four. Now, don't call. Don't call now. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, though, at Mark Aram, at Fat Kid Rocks. Stick around. More to come. This is the Mark Aram Show. WSB. I'm WSB's Herman Kane and depend on this Whenever and wherever That's breaking news Severe weather alerts Or a traffic red alert The WSB 24-hour breaking news center Will tell you about it, it. News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB depend on it No animals were harmed during the making of the Mark Aram Show Memory. It's so good to be born in America all oh, the home of the red, the white, and the blue Welcome back to the show. Hope you're having a great Friday evening. Mark Aaron with you here on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. A big thank you to Belinda Skelton for filling in for me last night, uh, because I had to fill in for the conservative Viking Eric Erickson on Atlanta's Evening News, so much thanks to Belinda, much thanks to you folks for treating Belinda nicely. Uh, Joining me now in studio, owner of the Punchline, a bittersweet moment for my pal, my friend, Jamie Bendel. Uh, James, welcome to the show, how are you, buddy? Hey, buddy. Is,
2: does Eric actually go by the conservative
0: Viking? No, I, I, I have dubbed him that. Okay. I'm trying to get him to stick. Okay. yeah, <laughs> I think it's a great nickname. Isn't it, conservative right? Conservative Viking. Yeah. He is Eric, Eric, Ericson. Eric, son of Eric. Jeremy, you agree?
1: I do like that. He needs a horned helmet. Exactly. Yeah. That would be awesome. And he like looked, he's it. like a
0: red-headed Viking.
1: Yeah, sure. Burly you ever seen him walking down the hallway with purpose? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the does he walk with out? purpose? Yes, yeah, he absolutely. walks with purpose. Yeah, yeah, you get out of his way. If, you I
0: didn't know, st- he
2: doesn't strike me as a purpose guy.
0: If you frighten Carl Rove... You have a little spring in your Does step. Does Erickson back him off? I don't know. I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't. He's like, a le- like, Erickson scares people, like in the political realm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I don't have that kind of clout. In the comedy world, you do. Do I? Yeah, well, you did. Up I until, still got to start throwing up my weight uh, around. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm not giving it up just yet. All right, so I, I want to know the scoop. Are you going to give me breaking news here? You know, I don't know that we're going to have any uh, breaking news
2: in this particular segment. Mm-hmm. We might get to news alert. Okay. You know, we
0: could get to alert. A news alert But level? probably not breaking. Because, there, you know, I saw a tweet from an unnamed AJC writer Saying the punchline was closing. First of all, somebody needs to get that dude an editor, I, fact checker, just to fact check that the punchline is not closing. Not closing. You're relocating. Just moving. Yes. All right, right. So the final shows are this weekend.
2: We are we are in the wrap up phase. Yes. So we've got two Friday night, right tonight, mm-hmm. uh, three tomorrow, two with Dimitri Martin, and then we have one that is like a. Uh, open house kind of show.
0: Okay, uh, On Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. 10 okay.
2: o'clock on Saturday. 10.30, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a ton of comedians that are in town for a festival. Um, there's a couple of other big performers at some big venues. Uh, we've extended an invitation to all of them to come in and take one last little at We'll stay open as long as need be to get everybody on and off the stage. We're going to have some fun. So uh, it should be a memorable moment. And then Sunday night, we have the very first show uh, was ever at the punchline the host and MC were local comedians by the name of James Gregory and J. Anthony Brown wow this Sunday at 7 o'clock we were going to have J. Anthony Brown and James Gregory
0: James Gregory is still alive
2: James Gregory is still kicking doing (laughs) great work yeah I
1: I saw him not too long ago up in Chattanooga that dude's still funny
2: he's terrific he's terrific Uh, and then at 9 o'clock Craig Robinson from The Office Hot Tub Time Machine 2 Eastbound and Down some great work. Uh, he is the Sunday Night Show, and actually, I'm hopeful great, he's in town working on some projects. I'm hopeful he'll he may you know swing by early. Yeah. I, I might try to talk him into yeah. coming. So started.
0: as it's scheduled, and that that's
2: it. Then the and then boom, closed. boom Monday. So Craig
0: Robinson is the last. Comic. That's it.
2: That is the last show in the original showroom. You can go out worse than Craig Robinson. It's been such a great run, and the yeah. comedians who have been coming in, uh, particularly, you know, we've had a chance to get some of them on with you here, and uh, they really talk with such affinity about the place. It's been a, it's been a great experience. It's bittersweet
0: so. for me, just as a fan of comedy, because um, when I first moved to Atlanta in '96, you know. That's one of the first things I looked for. was all right. Where can I go see comedy? Yeah, and I went to uh, Little Old Hildebrand. Little Old Hildebrand found you. Yeah, found those chicken fingers, yep. and I've been in love ever since. Yeah. You know,
1: I, I worked there for a little bit when I got fired at Ninety Nine X. I worked at the Punchline, worked at the door for a little bit just to uh, get a paycheck. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no offense, so I, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> no, I, we, I knew the deal. No, uh, no knew it, was going yeah, yeah, it's but and I've done a, I've done open mic uh, there. I mean the the Punchline's awesome. It really is. So yeah, it is a little bittersweet.
0: I've I've been on the punchline stage three times. Mm-hmm. The first was to open up for Sean Hannity. Mm-hmm. Sean Hannity did a live broadcast. There he did back late nineties, maybe. Mm-hmm. His material did. finally got the forum it deserved. Exactly. <laughs> so I I got to open. I was the the crowd warmer, I guess there. Um, and that's a, that, well, that's a whole other story. And then I did. we did the benefit for Royal Marshall. Yep. Mm-hmm. You were so nice to open your doors for oh, it was it was a fundraiser terrific. for Royal Marshall. That was a great event. I got to do some stand-up there, mm-hmm. which was an amazing time.
1: Which was, I remember that night uh, specifically that Mark Aram went early and was the first person to drop an F-bomb. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he's the one that made it okay for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. I set the stage. I, I appreciate it. it. A- and you, it
2: was, you actually kind of treated it a bit as a roast. Yeah. Right, so you went after some people. You got boards pretty good that yeah. night. Yeah. That was great. You know who's the surprise of the night for me? Um, Dave Baker,
0: as in a good surprise or bad? Yeah, surprise? big surprise. He's I thought hilarious. he was hilarious. Oh, he is. He's one of the. He is the second funniest guy at the station. Uh, so funny behind, of course, Hannity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the funniest in house. Yes. So I so I crushed it at that the Royal Marshall fundraiser, and then Jamie was nice enough. He saw something. He's like. Come back and do another set. Mm-hmm. And that was bad. Was it bad? It was bad. That
1: didn't. That was like a, a feature thing where you were going to get paid or something, wasn't I it? I did get paid. Like it was a real stand up. But I never gig. cashed the
0: check. It, I still oh, have the check framed, yeah. uncashed, first time I ever got it's, paid it's for It's funny that you say that because we have been off on our <laughs> books and I have not been able to figure it out. <laughs> that's it, buddy. I never that's, cashed that's the check. That's what it is. So I did. So it was the kids, uh, the guys from Kids in the Hall were coming in. Yep. And they, they were just starting their stand-up career. It was two of the guys doing a, a two-man act. So Jamie's like, "Look, you know, I want you to open for him." So I spent days, we, a week, solid, mm-hmm. writing new stuff, mm-hmm. tailored to a gay audience. Mm-hmm. Because these two guys from Kids in the Hall were gay, and I assumed that they would be drawing a gay crowd. Mm-hmm. So I get up there. I, th- I mean, I got brilliant stuff. I mean, brilliant stuff. And I get out there, and... I'm I'm ninety seconds into my routine, and I'm crickets, like absolute crickets, and I'm like, just out of curiosity, raise your hand if anyone here is gay. Not a single hand goes up. I'm like, all right, good night, thank you. <laughs> it was awful. Wow. And then those guys did worse than me, I think, because, well, you kind of set the room.
2: <laughs> I mean, in
0: fairness, <laughs> uh, no, there was guy that came after me that was funny. Yeah. Um, DeMarco or something. I don't know. One name. One name, Maybe Landry. Landry, yeah. yeah, He's good. Um, so he picked it up.
2: Yeah. but I was... What's interesting about comedy is it's one of the few art forms where you can dabble in it, mm-hmm. arguably with no experience. Yeah. Right? So there are people that are funny in movies or they're funny in sketch shows. And they're like, you know what? I'll give it a I'm shot. I'm going to go out and take people's money yeah. doing stand-up. And sometimes it works. Tough man. Sometimes it doesn't. It's tough. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. But sometimes, in fairness, Mark, the genius of your material is that sometimes it's not always appreciated in the room. It's a, it's a think on it. I had good gay spend some time with it. I mean, gay centered
0: (laughs) stuff. I had a whole bit about how Superman was gay. Do you think that Superman is gay? I I did back then, and now after I got crickets, I don't believe it anymore. (laughs) Well, it's you know, it's it's. (laughs) It's one way of approaching well, I just touched the third rail on the WSB listenership? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. All right, Come so on. let's let's get back to the punchline. Sunday's the last show. Sunday's the last show. And you're not closing. No, nope, we're just relocating. moving. You're relocating. Do That's we know correct.
2: where you're going yet? We, I know where we are going, uh, or at least I believe I think okay I know where we are going. Um, but I... Wait, wait, alert, wait, wait, is this a news alert? This is not, this is the alert okay. part. Okay. This is not breaking. Okay. Um, but we are still, uh, I think from a... From a you know, professional standpoint, Mm. probably a little premature to say exactly where it's going to be. Do we
0: know a time frame when the
2: new doors will be My hope is it will be as soon as this summer. Okay. Now, keep in mind, obviously, you have a lag time in booking acts and whatnot. And what's interesting about that is my peers in the Atlanta comedy community will likely know first because I'll have to put some dates on the sure, books yeah. and the agents talk and you know why not so we'll so we'll start to see a little bit of that but um, really it's been a, it's been uh, very reassuring I guess is maybe the right way to phrase yeah. it uh, with how willing people have been about suggesting places for us to go or parts of town to consider That's and true. putting shows so if nothing else I've learned that in some respects um, you know we're really sort of underserved for comedy when you think about it so think about this weekend. You've got Ron White doing two sold-out shows at the Cobb Energy Center. You've got Brian Regan doing a sold-out show at the Fox Fox Theater. Theater. I've got four Dimitri Martin shows that are sold out. I'm mm-hmm. um, pretty much sold out with Craig Robinson. Jay Anthony Brown is just about sold out, and then you have three or four other venues in town that are participating in a festival, festival. and those shows will be well attended. So Atlanta is a terrific city for comedy. Absolutely, when you think about it, I mean that that there is so much yeah. to see and do just this weekend as it relates to comedy, and that's not even addressing Bacon Fest or. All the other things that are going on. Car, auto show. You got the car show yeah. going on. I mean, so, you know, that's one of the great parts about being in Atlanta is being able to get out and do do so much stuff. So
0: you'll come back on the show and give us updates, but ho- hopefully uh, the, the relocation process will launch this going to go
2: smoothly. Okay.
0: I'm, I wanted to
2: use this time to see if possibly when you get off, maybe on Tuesday, if you could come help pack some stuff up Absolutely. and
0: move it. I, I want a piece of memorabilia. I actually want to ask you this. Um, are you looking for investors in the new spot, or are you guys all buttoned up? Uh, like
2: you that? know what? Actually, uh, one of the scenarios that we are considering mm-hmm. uh, would be inclusive of having some new uh, new blood, th- new partners involved. Well, um, so Jeremy, that's that, you know. sign Jeremy up. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll
1: stroke a check. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fine. No, I, I <laughs> I'm going to
0: try to get me some Eric. of that Ericson Ericson uh, swagger. Yeah, conservative Viking raiding yeah, yeah. chests of mm-hmm. gold. Throughout North Georgia.
1: Yeah. Can you cash uh, gold boy in, uh, boy in uh, coins? <laughs> you know what? You um,
2: uh, as soon as my survival garden has come in, yeah. um, I will uh, let
0: you know. Excellent. Um, I want to talk more. About You don't have anything to do, right? Let's do it. I'm here. The club's running fine. <laughs> yeah, man. I want, I want to talk more about uh, the legend that is the punchline comedy. And I'm not using past tense because the legend will continue. We have to discuss, do I get to continue?
2: Like, what do I treat the pause as? Do I have to restart with how old we are?
0: No. No. It's do like, I condense?
2: No. Is it like a it's leap like year birthday? It's like new Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Let's hope we do better than new Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because otherwise we're going to have some really awkward- You still
0: keep the records. You still keep your tradition. You know, it's the same franchise. Right. You know, the Yankees records didn't reset when they moved. It's it's just Just a new venue. Yeah, much like the Braves moving to Cobb County, they're still gonna you know still be the Braves. Exactly. Okay. You're still punchline. All right. uh, Follow them on Twitter at Punchline Comedy. That you got to change though. You got to change that. I can't. I can't (laughs) still be. I've worked so hard. I have non robot followers at Fat Kid Rocks at Mark Aram. Hang tight. Uh, Coming right back. This is the Mark Aram Show.
1: Excuse me as I kiss the sky huh. Fingers on the sixpence, a pocket full of rye Who the moon and to die, oh, they coach ya Talk the dead body like a vulture the cow
0: Mark Harum on 95.5 mm-hmm. and AM 750 WSB uh-huh. Uh-huh. Queen uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's me uh-huh. Check
2: Check it. It. Yo, I be buying
0: so all my girls Welcome back to the show. Uh, an assortment of funny characters in studio. Jeremy Powell, a.k.a. Fat Kid, producer of the B98.5 Morning Show. Jamie Bendel, owner of the Punchline, in, in transit. Sunday's the last chance you get to go to uh, the Wrigley Field, if you will. That's right. Of comedy. Um, tickets available Sunday only right now? What do we got? No, we got some Saturday 1030 show. Okay. And that, that,
2: if it shapes up the way that I hope it shapes up. It's going to be one of those awesome shows. Yeah, um, That's going to be
1: the night, like, everybody talks about. Holy crap, I was at the punchline. You should have been there. It's like the you one You won't believe where, who showed up. That's
2: right. That's my, that's my hope. There's so many comics that are in town, and I'm really embracing the idea. Imagine, like, when they were closing down Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Right? If they said, here's what we're going to do. Yogi Bear is coming in. Everybody gets one last turn at the plate. Right, yeah. you would have gone just to see yeah. back in that environment Absolutely. those kinds, of, and so we're really trying to do that. We just did a great open mic this past week, and wanted to really give a lot of the local comedians a chance to get up because it's it, when you think about it, Pryor's been on that stage, mm-hmm. Bill Hicks has been on that stage, uh, Eddie Murphy. Hold, hold that, don't spill that
0: because I want to talk about that next okay. segment. But. You, that's a good tease. In That's radio. a great That's tease. What we call a tease. It's, uh,
2: it's so ppm friendly. <laughs> I can't tell you <laughs> meters right, right now.
0: Are over the heads of everybody. Nobody
1: understands what you say. Yeah. But
0: um, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back after news one the traffic, I want to go through uh, the, the biggest comedians that had ever been at the punchline. Your favorite memories of the punchline. Um, well, you'll miss the most of the punchline. But before we do that, so you saw the Dean Smith story yesterday, um, where the the two hundred dollars. Yeah, the that coach one? of North Carolina passed Dean Smith. Yeah. And it we it just we just learned that in his will he wrote a two hundred dollar check to every player that's ever played for him at North Carolina. Is that right? Yeah, that's pr- and it said basically, uh, Coach Smith wants you to have dinner on him. You know, thanks for everything. Oh, that's memory. fantastic. Are you going to do something similar to the uh, punchline employees that will be Sands employment for a couple months now? I think we should go right to uh, traffic <laughs> and weather. <laughs> All right. Well done. We come back after news, weather, traffic, the best, the brightest uh, moments at the Punchline Comedy. Jamie will run them down for us. What uh, the best memories he's had. And if you have any memories of the Punchline, uh, just tweet at us, at Mark Aram at Punchline Comedy, at Fat Kid Rocks, R-O-C-K-S, news, weather, and traffic next. This is, yeah, the Mark Aram Show.